welcome back to Back to the Film. In this week's episode, Rob and I took a look at the 1980 film, uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Obviously, this is a classic, so uh, I hope you like what you hear. If you do, please take the time to rate and review us. And if you want to leave a suggestion, the email is backtothefilm20 at gmail.com. Cheers. Enjoy the show. Listen on after the tune for a little bit of chit-chat. Cheers. Bye. Well, tonight, we are talking about The Empire Strikes Back. Now, this was your your choice, wasn't it? So I'll let you give yes. a little... Not that it needs much of a synopsis, I should think, for most people. I, I will say there are some there are some spoilers in this if you've never watched it before. But then I would also say if you've never watched it before, what's wrong with you? That's right. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. So Empire Strikes Back, the second film that was filmed in the Star Wars trilogy, so Episode Five, uh, the Death Star has been destroyed. The rebels have moved to the hot ice planet Hoth, and the Empire's after them. And then it's a story from there, which it starts off with one of the best scenes of any Star Wars film. And and in my personal opinion, is the best Star Wars film. I watched it again. I watched it today. Um, I just enjoy this film. Yes, it's shot in the eighties, and there's some of the acting isn't particularly brilliant. The sets sometimes wobble when they shouldn't. But I don't know if it's because when I was a child that I loved it so much. But I, I just think it's an absolutely fantastic film. It's got a great plot, and I think you can still watch and enjoy it today. When when did you first? Because you are. Um, uh, I'm going to say you're a. Uh, quite a big Star Wars fan, am I right? In yes. that? Yeah. Uh, when did you first see this film then? To be quite honest, I don't remember a time when I hadn't seen it. Oh, Christ. Um, it came out in the 90s, and I was 1980, I would have been sort of two ish, but I went to see Return of the Jedi in the cinema, so I was a fan by then, which is only a couple of years later. So it would have been very early 80s. I must have seen it when it came out on video for the first time something like that Sorry, right. i can remember what i can remember being terrified of parts of it as well do, do you know what i sat down and watched this and jack and i sat down and watched it and um i can't remember watching this except i don't i know i didn't watch it at the cinema um uh i, I must have watched it on dvd but i can't remember watching it in, uh well, I can't remember the last time I watched it. In, in, in actual fact, it almost in parts of it, I thought, I don't remember any of this. But, uh, no, I enjoyed it as well. I mean, I, I love a bit of Star, love a bit of Space Battle and what have you. And this, this one's got it all. And it is uh, quite widely regarded as the best uh, Star Wars film, isn't it? Although, um, uh, I, mean, I don't know if we'll touch on it very much, George Lucas is, is uh, uh, hates this film, doesn't he? Uh, apparently, but uh, but um, Which uh, probably uh, a sign why it's good. Yes, <laughs> he exactly. had a great it's, idea, uh, but sometimes when he meddles with it, he doesn't create the best of it. I'm sorry, and he, he's not the best. He's not the best at sharing this creation either, is he? Uh, he seems to want to take credit for just about everything that goes on in these films, even though. There are other people saying, well, he, he didn't have anything to do with that. But, uh, no, you, you don't get to be top of the tree like he is uh, and what have you. I mean, this film He's had a budget. many things right when he had tiny budget, $33 million for 500 and something million when they stopped counting how much money it had made. Yes. I mean, Christ, you can't grumble at the return on that. I mean, he made this film and self-funded it, didn't he? Uh, so that he wouldn't have to be beholden to Hollywood anymore. And he certainly... Um, Certainly manage that, but uh, but uh, no, he's a bit of a bit of a character by all accounts when it comes to um, who uh, who who's you know invented Star Wars and what have you. But uh, you know you can't uh, knock him for what has been achieved. It's absolutely fantastic, isn't it? But um, 
Yeah, it starts off in. I do have a. Go on, sorry. Come. I was say, he made a huge part of my childhood. Star Wars was that important. I bet, yeah, I bet he did, and uh, I bet a lot of people were, were like I am with an alien film. I'm, I'm uh, sort of dying for the next one to come out, and and when is the next Star Wars coming out? Uh, well, they're still doing the Mandalorians, the thing at the moment, TV series. Uh, they're talking about different films coming out. Is it next year? I can't remember now. I get all confused because the. Have you seen the Mandalorian? I think it was next year. I do not have Disney, so I have not. You haven't, right? Okay, it's uh, yeah, it's good. The Mandalorian. It's uh, is it someone that looks very much like Boba Fett, as far as I'm concerned? Uh, well, with Boba a, Fett, a young wears Mandalorian armor. Is Boba Fett Boba wears Fett? Mandalorian armor. Oh, and I think he? it is oh, meant right. to be him. Yeah. Oh, right. I, 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 I haven't watched it all actually. To be honest with you, I, I, um, I, I, don't, I don't know much about it. Yeah, but I know that he wears Mandalorian armor, but he isn't Mandalorian, so supposedly the Mandalorians are after him because he shouldn't have it. I uh, I didn't get that far into it. I must admit that the <laughs> um, the kids keep the kids keep doing that uh, thing with Disney where you can have Disney for five pound a month, and if you cancel it within the before the months up, uh, you you don't have to pay the full amount or what have you. They keep they seem to keep inventing um uh, uh you know email accounts and doing that all the time so uh, that's a, that's how they seem to have got it i'm not sure if it's legal or not i'll probably get uh, something from disney shortly after posting this episode but uh that's how that's how they're watching it but um but anyway, uh, no, back to the film yes back to the film as we should be saying yeah starts off on hoth now i do have a couple of problems with this film uh different yeah. like uh i would say well my first one would be why you know they can traverse the stars they can fly from galaxy to galaxy and all this sort of business they must have something better than a bloody great whatever it is that they're running around on there's a mode of transport in this pomp what are they called tom toms oh tom toms right tom they must yeah there must be a better mode of transport as they explain in the uh, in the episode, just before the night setting, when Han Solo is going out to rescue Luke, they haven't managed to sort out the environmental settings on the the um, speeders and the equipment, so they haven't got anything uh, better at the time. Okay, did they actually say that, or are you <laughs> making that up as a Star Wars? Yes, fan? they do say that. Right, okay. They say I'll, that. I'll, I'll have to go back and listen out for that bit. But uh, but uh, no, I, I just find myself thinking, well, surely you might you'd go up in a bloody X-wing or something or other. Anyway. That's just a little gripe, but uh, there were lots of changes at the beginning of the film, weren't there? Because um, what's that thing that uh, 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 that knocks that, that that Luke chops its arm off? What are they called? Uh, the Rampa. Rampa. Oh, what? Sorry. Oh, okay. Rampa. I got all these Rampa. names. I can't wrong. say it. Yeah, but uh, that um, creature I remember terrified me the first time I saw Empire Strikes. I was absolutely scared of that. Yeah, uh, I bet. I bet yeah. if you were that, you, you can't have been that old. Can you? Back then, but uh, um, no, I've, my mind's gone completely blank now. I forgot what my train <laughs> of thought was going with that. But uh, oh no, I was going to say in the original uh, sort of script for the film, layout for the film, they, there was going to be a whole uh, sort of not an army, but a whole group of them that attacked the uh, yeah. base and, and, and what have you. Uh, uh, yeah, but, and uh, we're meant uh, to get that. back to one of the rooms. 
and then that's they're right. released or they get attacked by the stormtroopers. Yeah, I that's wish they'd right. done yeah, that because that would have been great. That would have been uh, that would have been quite good, wouldn't it? Yeah, but uh, mm. I tell you what, you you could look on uh, Wikipedia or look on the internet, and there are so many interesting facts about this film. And uh, hopefully, I'm going to test test you on a couple of them. And I think I <laughs> think I've cut, I've got one. That's going to, even though you're a, a, an admitted, um, not Trekkie, that's the wrong word. What do they call it? What do they call Trekkies are uh, Star Trek fans? What's a Star Wars fan? Uh, uh, have they got I have no idea, actually. No idea. There must be something. Sensible? Well, well I wouldn't go that far, but, uh, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, no, um, yeah, I've got one fact here that I'm going to drop in later, and I'm gonna, hopefully it's going to, uh, uh, see, separate the men from the boys, but no, we we then get a nice big. But well, actually, is another problem I have with the beginning of the film. Only you know, just everyone thinks Han Solo's brilliant and he's the best thing since sliced bread. But uh, personally, I think he's a bit creepy the way he's coming on Princess Leia. But uh, I think we're looking at it as a slightly more. I think, yeah, I mean, watching it today, I could understand what you mean, but I think we're looking at it with more modern sensibilities. That's true. If you're looking at this as an attitude of 40 years ago, maybe yes, that wasn't seen as that creepy. 40 years, good God. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know. Six. I was looking at it going, good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> no, 40 years yes. ago. No, I was 12. But, um, uh, Christ, yeah, 40 years ago. Bloody hell. But uh, you wouldn't think, anyway. it, I must admit, I did watch it, um, uh, when I watched it on, on, from the Disney Channel, and I think it's in, uh, I don't I, I don't think my TV's 4K, I don't think it was 4K, but it's obviously been remastered, and in, uh, I'm not sure if the remastering does any favours or not, because there were times when it looked a bit, looked a bit, uh, um, bit jumpy to me and what mm. have you i think it better, it's better off i i feel myself watching it and not something you know not uh, uh remastered and all that sort of thing because it seems to for me it took away from it at times like you could see that things were uh jumping around it like you said sets were shaking and things like that but uh but um yeah no we get to the, there's a big battle in there right at the very beginning with the where the rebels discover the uh um the the alliance on Hoth and and uh, that's where they get all the old um, speeders tearing about firing those grappling hooks on the legs of those uh, are they ATATs ATATs you know I was going to call them Tartars then I'm going to get <laughs> so many things from in this film that that uh, I've got uh, stuck in my head but yeah that those scenes are really good I remember watching those for the first time thinking mm. wow this is really good the way those things flew about. And, and, and what have you it's one of the few things that even as a child i had wrong with this film was the ATATs are troop transports basically how do people get out of them yes because uh, yeah i totally I'm agree with you they must have down or something but it was never explained my childlike no. mind always wondered well i always i always thought that there would be something like one of, one of those uh uh, you've been framed videos when you see somebody getting on uh, on or off a camel <laughs> and it uh, goes down on its <laughs> knees and all the all the stormtroopers fall out the front or something like that or, or whatever but uh, no it didn't look like the most practical machine but then a lot of the machines that the um that the uh oh, my mind's got the the, the um uh, Empire. 
Empire, the Christ, that's the word. Uh, of course, it's in the name of the title. But a lot of the machines that they have don't look like the most practical of uh, of things, do they? Because like, they have those smaller ATATs or whatever they're called. A- is ATTs, it ATATs or yeah. ATATs? Yeah. I, th- I think I did read somewhere that there's a they're bit of a... Everything. Yeah, yeah it's uh, either or, but it sounds better saying ATAT to ATAT, uh, but in case I'm getting it wrong, I'm sure if there's ever a podcast that's going to get us people uh, emailing us saying you don't know what you're talking about, this is, it's going to be a Star Wars film, because I think people are so protective over it, aren't they? But uh, as, as I'm sensing, you are slightly. But, but, uh, but, uh, I do know it. I love it, and I don't want people to have a go at it, but I understand it is a children's story, and there's yes. lots of it left open and could be interpreted different ways. Yes, yeah. And I think um, coming up with some of the things I'm going to come up with uh, is just being picky, because they are good films. And uh, although I say I prefer Star Trek to Star Wars, they're both the, the same in so much as it's just an escape, isn't it? You, you know, it's just a, yeah, it's an escape. Know, and my my favouritism towards Star Wars is probably a bit to do with I saw it first, but it's also I've always found Star Trek a bit too clean. Everything looks new and fresh all the time. Well, it seemed more real in Star Wars because things okay, the Empire had things that were clean, but the Rebels were sort of making do and mending, and things didn't look quite right. Yes, I, get, I know what you're saying. It's that bloody Prime Directive that buggers things up for Star Trek, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, no, they are a lot. Uh, uh, it's almost like Star Trek is trying to solve a, a world problem or, or something like that, or, or some sort of be be on the side of you know some uh, have higher morals and all this sort of thing. But uh, no, let's get back to this film before we start a row about uh, <laughs> about the two of them. So, so, the battle on Hoth is one of my favourite scenes in Star Wars. I think it's it's well done, considering that really, actually, you don't see that much but you do feel like there's a whole massive battle going on yeah and you think you don't really seeing it i mean and it, it yeah i think it's greatly done i think it's well shot considering the limitations yeah. that they had um, uh, yeah and, uh, and i heard that lucas wanted this uh battle filmed on a white background in you know basically in the snow because uh it, it was his way of helping sp- or forcing special effects to develop because he he said um you know, having a battle in space is quite easy because you lose a lot of mistakes in the blackness of of space. Mm. You know, when they, when they make, but when it's white, they had to be far. You know, they had to up their game to do the filming for this. So, uh, you know, obviously it brought um, it brought uh, filming on a, a a lot as well. Was it stop motion? Some of those uh, attacks or AT some of it were. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was the the um, what do we call it the Oh, the droid that got sent there to search for them. Ah. Yes, I think you're right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, survey droid. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's right. That was. And some of the Tom Toms, I think, were as well. Uh, yep, I when think you see you're right. Yes. In, the, in the hangar, when you see them walking along, because they're not touching the ground. So it was filmed on something else. That's right. I get you. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right there. But uh, they have this big battle, mm. and uh, basically everyone of any consequence escapes. And um, then what happens? Because it's quite a long well, battle, actually. It's, it is reasonably. We've well, got the original bit where Luke's attacked by the monster and has to escape, and Han has to go and rescue him. Then yes. you get the battle. 
and then Luke goes off to the Dagobah system to meet the, the Yoda, the Grandmaster ah, Jedi. Yep, that's right. And, that's right. And Han, Leia, Chewie, R2, and oh, no, C-3PO are being chased by the Imperial forces because they haven't fixed their hyperdrive. That's right. And get yes. into an asteroid. There's a story split there. That's right. It does split off. Now, so, uh, our good friend Andy pointed out an inconsistency in the film here. Um, yeah, he's a he's a Star Wars fan, very much like yourself. But he did ask. He did raise the question uh, in Star Wars. What's Star Wars called? The first one uh, is it? I know it's got a, a new a, hope. Type, a new hope. The Millennium Falcon is a two seater. How come in this film it's got four seats in the in the cab, as it were? Well, there is no definitive answer to this. My theory has always been that since it's been worked on and repaired an awful lot, maybe they got some more chairs in it because they had time. Because in the first battle, there was people standing there, so there was the room to put them, and they are a different style of chair. But there's, there's no definitive. Are they a different style of chair? Well, okay. It's two, yeah, it's totally... two chairs at the back are different from the two at the front. Right, okay, okay. Am I starting to annoy you with these little questions? No. But, uh, you know, they, 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 they don't get much better than that one, actually. But, um, uh, right, they, they, that, they, they do the bit, which which I remember being really impressed by, the bit where they're being chased and they, they go onto that asteroid and they end up in the stomach of that great big uh, worm, which uh, looks a bit like yes. uh, the, the worms from June, doesn't it? But uh, It does. But... But, and um, another thing I, that came up for me with a child is that what does that worm normally eat? Well, yeah, I, I, Jack and I said that when we were watching it. What would what would that eat worm eat normally? Because it's not as if there's going to be uh, anything floating. Because it looked like a sort of creature that was uh, laying in wait as a trap. And judging by its teeth, it was a yeah. it was a meat eater. So I, I don't know what else is flying around out there that it uh, crunches, unless it just eats. Yeah. A, stone or something i don't know but as as that's a good thing like you say it's just uh, uh these films are just a uh, a bit of an escape and you can leave it to your imagination as to what it what it perhaps it's eaten loads of other spaceships that have uh inadvertently flown mm. by and that sort of thing but uh yeah no i, I, but I, if, there's I was, that worm in one asteroid, if there's worms in one asteroid maybe there are other creatures on the other asteroids that's right that's what you got to tell yourself but um, I was always <laughs> impressed with that scene when it comes out of the out of the asteroid and sort of tries to mm. as one last snap at them and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, no, uh, that, that's another good part of the film, right? Then they do a bit of a trick. Is that is that when they do the trick and hide on the back of the uh, d- d- uh, Death uh, not Death Star Star Destroyer? Uh, Star Destroyer. Yeah, my mind's going blank tonight. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, they and then uh, sort of trick them when they dart off with the uh, rubbish. But that's when we're introduced, really, to or just prior to that, we're introduced to um, one of the biggest sort of uh, characters in these films uh, that we don't. Well, I think we see him in the prequels a lot. There is um, uh, what's it, Boba Fett, isn't it? The, 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 uh... Bobo and Jango Fett are in the episodes one, uh, episodes two and three. Um, yeah, but it's the first time you see Boba in the um, in the original films. Well, you've seen him right. just before that when they, uh, they're getting, given license to chase after them, don't you? You see him, all the bounty hunters. Uh, uh, yeah, 
and IIH, who I'm sure in the Clone Wars died before that. So yeah. I got very confused there. Yeah, and one of them, uh, the lizard, lizard uh, bounty hunter, looked. Uh, I'm going to say it looked quite ridiculous to me, actually. But um, <laughs> right now, here is my big question to see how well you know your Star Wars. And, uh, I take it Boba Fett will be one of your favourite characters because he seems to be everybody's yes. favourite. It's a bit right. in the Return of the Jedi when he bangs his head on the set. I always think it's brilliant. Right, here we go then. Which film, in which film was Boba Fett's name first mentioned, used even? Are we talking date order so, or, or order? Well, in, he's mentioned. Uh, in, if you took it in film order, he's mentioned in episode two uh, because uh, Django uh, attacking the clones. Because uh, when they go to the planet to Camino uh, to see him, Boba answers the door to Anna, uh, to Obi Wan. Django's not there, so technically in the film, that's the first time he's mentioned. So, right, well, but I think I think I've, I've, I'm going to blow you away with this fact. Um, the first time Boba Fett's name was used in a film was in the 1982 film E.T. And the kid in the film, I can't remember what his name was, was playing with Star Wars toys, yeah. sat in his bedroom, and he... And he had Boba Fett, yeah. Boba Fett. So that was only the first time... Bounty Hunter in this, isn't it? In this, yep. And, uh, uh, yeah, the first time he was, his name was was used was in the film et so oh i'm quite pleased with myself <laughs> to, to uh, well done to yeah so that's something you can share with anyone you speak to now did you know I'm <laughs> one of my friends is he's played uh, star wars trivia pursuit with him once and he got one go and he finished he answered every new th- everything <laughs> it was Good. that was scary yeah yeah well uh, this, this, I'm not sure where I came across this fact, but uh, I was quite impressed with that one. So, uh, well, let's mark the film. I'm done. <laughs> no. You can't mark the film. You haven't had the great awards, have you? <laughs> but, uh, but, um, right. So, Luke is busy on that. Uh, is it Dagobah with uh, jumping yeah. around with um, with uh, what's his name uh, Yoda, Yoda. and. Uh, did Yoda always speak like this, or because I obviously uh, it's difficult to get you get confused with the earlier films, don't you? And you think Yoda didn't speak like this in the other films, but did he always speak like that? Sort of speak backwards and all that sort of business. He's always spoken in a broken form of English. Yeah, this right, one he's right. a little bit sillier, but then he's testing Luke in it. And in episodes one, two, and three, when you see him, he's a bit more serious than this. Yes, but this is well, this is original him. And presumably he's got a little bit stir crazy on Dagobah. Well, that's what I thought. I was looked at Jack and I thought, has he got Alzheimer's or something? Because he's gone bloody nah, mad. He's testing this. Luke, though, isn't uh, he? Yeah, yeah. Then I really, yeah, he's testing Luke. Now, I'm going to say something. Uh, uh, it might be slightly controversial. But uh, you see a lot of Mark Hamill here. And uh, there's a couple of scenes later on in the film. Um, uh, he's a really nice chap. I've, you know, on social media, he says some really sensible things. But not being rude, he can't act for crap, can he? Quite frankly, he, he is not the best actor. No, <laughs> I'm not being rude to him. But uh, there's a reason why Harrison Ford went on to be a uh, um, sort of massive A-lister. Uh, 
uh, and there's a reason why Imps, uh, uh, Luke Hamill and Carrie Fisher didn't, and and uh, it's in the acting, quite frankly. Uh, um, I, <laughs> Someone told me that pretty much every major film franchise in the 80s had Harrison Ford in it. It did and just about Blade right. Runner and Christ knows what. Yeah, he was in. He was Wars, just about. He, apparently, he's a teacher, so you only see the legs of. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was Indiana Jones and Christ knows what else he's he's been in, isn't he? But yeah, he had a very good decade. Yeah, he did. He did, and I mean, he's gone on and done lots of other things. But um, no, uh, Mark Hamill and, and Carrie Fisher didn't. Uh, we didn't get stuck. Get, didn't get work off the back of this like uh, like he did. I'm not. I'm, I'm being a bit bit uh, harsh on the, on them. Both saying they can't act or whatever. Or saying act, act better than me. But, um, can act, just not the best actor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to the scene later that I think. Oh my god! What the hell is going on? But uh, but we'll get to that later. But um, I, I think. You, uh, <laughs> yes, I think you know what I'm going to talk about. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I re- I'm watching that because I'd forgotten just how bloody awful that scene is. I'm talking about the scene where where uh, Darth Vader re- reveals uh, he's Luke's dad and uh, Mark Hamill's, <laughs> no, 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 and all this sort of thing. What the hell? It seemed to go, <laughs> go on for about two minutes, this no, didn't it? But, uh, but uh, no. I remember being shocked. I remember being absolutely shocked when I saw it. I, I was young, and I've yeah. since then I've watched clips on YouTube. You can do it, and the uh, Darth Vader reveals he's Luke's father on uh, YouTube, and you can watch little children's faces in the scene. It's a complete no, what? And the shock on their faces—it still has that impact. Oh yeah, it, it does. Yeah, uh, and uh, I think that's one of the things. Actually, um, I'm going back on what I've said about. Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher now, because you've got to remember, like you said earlier, this is a children's film. It's not a, you know, and there, there, there is going to be an element of acting for kids sort of over the top and that sort of thing. Not, mm. uh, not, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, so perhaps I should take that back what I said about Mark Hamill, but, um, uh, yeah, no, there is going to be a bit of acting, you know, OTT so that kids understand it, but, uh, no, the no, you, you know, you're not my dad. Scene is um, well. He must have been told to do that. That's all I can say. But uh, but it's bloody awful. Regardless, <laughs> but uh, Alec Guinness is uh, puts in a, a few uh, scenes here, doesn't he? Yeah. And uh, have you have you heard any interesting facts about Alec Guinness and his his uh, part in this film? There's many interesting facts about Alec Guinness and his parts in Star Wars and his general attitude towards it and. Yeah, he didn't like it very much, did he? Apparently, he, he did the he did the first one and and uh, uh, was all up for it. But he wouldn't. It, it sort of turns out he wasn't up for the sequels or prequels mm. or whatever. He, he uh, didn't believe in them. But um, he heard about his wages, what he charged for 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 this. Yeah, he had different pay scales to everybody else, wasn't it? Well, it, he filmed for one day. Uh, I, I think it was to do these ghost scenes. And uh, mm. the bowler character came in at half eight and was gone by I think it was about three thirty, and he was his pay was a quarter of one percent of the uh, box office takings. So uh, mm. he uh, cashed in like uh, he he did his, he got his money <laughs> money. I think it was they oh, God, yeah. he was paid something like uh, 
two million pounds for every minute he was there or something or other that's what it equates to i think i'd imagine he was getting raw we'd all love but, to find but, a job like that wouldn't we yep yep too bloody right yeah but uh but um right where do we go now we well luke's tearing about with uh with yoda and uh not getting very far fast really to be honest with you it been put to shame by yoda, again, right center you do point out that Yoda did been tra- training people for hundreds of years and started off with them usually a lot younger. So it's hardly a surprising Luke's having some trouble. That's right, yes. That was one of the other comments Andy came up with, that uh, Yoda, as soon as he sees Luke, says, I'm not training him, or whatever. And I mm. think uh, we've hardly got a queue of people around the block waiting to be trained, have you? So you can't really be beggars, can't be choosers. But uh, anyway, he gets on with his training. and uh, But he has a vision, doesn't he? A vision, uh, a vision of um, Han Solo and Leia being in trouble, doesn't he? I think that's what makes him leave. the leave, um, That, after the first hint about Darth Vader being his father-ish, in some ways can be seen as when he goes into the dark place for the Force. And he oh, that's right, yes. And, he chops and inside the mask is Luke. Yeah. Yes, chops his own head off. and Hinting his own dark side and possibly links to the dark side. That's right, yes, yes. Now, um, then what happens? Ah, oh, that's when they get, we go off to Cloud City, don't we? And we meet, uh, yes. um, uh, is it Lando, who's uh, the, the chap? Lando Calvillian. Yes, that's, that's his name, and... He was played by another big Billy D. Williams, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and there's all sorts of shenanigans go, go on in there. Now, um, how did uh, Darth Vader get there first? Because he seemed to be there first. Darth Vader didn't get there first, but Stormtroopers got there first. And Darth oh. Vader arrives a bit after. That's how I've Is always that- seen it. Because Darth Vader wouldn't uh, hide that long. I think they waited for Darth Vader to arrive. That's why they were delaying everything. Ah, uh, right. Okay, so stormtroopers okay. kill stormtroopers kill C three PO as they arrive. Um, but then it's, it looks like it's days, doesn't it, of them hanging around trying to find it and get the um, Millennium Falcon yeah. fixed before they go to the meeting with Darth Vader. So I'm taking that to mean as someone arrived there, set up the deal, and then then Vader was called down. Right, I get you. I get you. Yeah, you Star Warsians have got an answer for everything, so it would seem. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, but, um, right. They go in there and they lose. Uh, uh, basically, I mean, cutting a long story short, they go in there and is it C three PO gets uh, gets um, chopped up pretty damn quick, doesn't he? Goes into the wrong room and realizes that there's uh, stormtroopers there, but. Um, by the time he gets to pass on the message to everyone else, they they know already because they're all in all sorts of trouble. But uh, they're already in prison. They're already in prison. Now, that was one thing. If you've been chucked, I mean, these stormtroopers obviously they're not the brightest bunch. But why would you put someone in prison with a with a with a hit bag or a backpack or whatever it is that's got the tools in it to put a robot back together? I, I thought that would. Uh, that, that, that's not the price. I think they're all there, quite not. scared of rookies, though. Oh, rookies right, don't okay. deal prison very well, so it might be an issue like that. Yeah, and also, okay, were they be. put in there by the spectators? I thought you made it, him take maybe his a, a minor prop off. Sorry, okay. Mm. Uh, yep, yeah, sorry, I'm being picky again. We do a Star Wars film, a Star Trek film. 
soon. Next time Blue's not about, <laughs> and uh, you can pick that to pieces. But um, right, we get to the well. Basically, it's a big scene, isn't it? Where you get to the bit where uh, they're going to put um, Han Solo in carbonite, uh, uh, I believe it's called. And uh, I must admit, yeah, I thought that was a bit. Well, they yes, have a test they it, so they originally want to put Luke in it, don't they? So that's um, right. To make sure he doesn't die, though. Well, to make sure it doesn't uh, kill him. But uh, and that's when the bounty hunter that we know is Boba Fett is saying he's he's no good to me, dead, and blah blah blah. But I always remember that being a bit dark when he comes up out of there, uh, you know, with, uh, covered in that. Mm. Uh, it was in a block of uh, well, carbonite, which, carbonite, whatever that is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that that always looked a bit uh, that looked a bit gruesome. That did, but um, uh, Boba Ooh. Fett takes him, and Luke is it? Luke gets there? No, or uh, Lando gets there just at the, just a little bit too late, and uh, Boba Fett makes his escape, doesn't he? But um, and then we get to the bit where Luke has his uh, uh, big showdown with uh, Darth Vader, and, and uh, yes, uh, who's uh, toying with him because he wants to. He wants to capture him rather than kill him. That's right. Yes, yes. Now, uh, and also, Vader reveals that he wants to kill the Emperor. He does, doesn't he? Yes, he does, and that's the first mm. time we see the the Emperor as well. We, I think, we, um, I think it's the first time we see the Emperor uh, in in the films. We didn't see it. Did we see him in the first one? Yes, we did. What am I talking about? Oh, I don't know. Perhaps I've got that mixed up. But you're talking about you're right. today with them. Um, the kids, because I watched the original series and I saw Emperor Palpatine. When I did watch the Phantom Menace episode one, as soon as they introduced Senator Palpatine, it really ruined it all. You can at least give yes. him a different name. You know, okay, yes. I recognise the actor. Yeah, <laughs> but it did ruin yeah. it a bit. You know, oh, okay, so he's the yeah, he's the baddie then. He's the he's the baddie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, accounts, he got his face electrocuted, didn't he, by someone by uh, by um, somebody in an earlier film. That's why mm. he looks the way he does. But surely, yeah. if the dark side of the force is all powerful, and he was claiming that he could uh, bring back uh, bring back the dead, sort of sort of uh, Anakin's uh, uh, girlfriend at the time, or wife, or whatever she was, mm. why, why did he sort his face out? Or doesn't I suppose things like that don't matter to these uh, dark lords? It doesn't really matter sort of to him. Well, also, they're clownish. Oh, the last right, okay. Star Wars one suggested they were clones of the Emperor anyway, which I think kind of ruined it. But anyway, that's a whole different issue, and we're not talking about that. Can you tell me how uh, the words that Darth Vader uses to tell Luke that he's his dad? As a how, Star Wars fan. What, what, how does he tell it? How does he phrase it? Uh, it. Obi Wan never told you the truth of what happened to your father. Yeah, and then what does he say when he Luke when he Vader. actually says, "I'm your father"? What does he say before? Oh damn, I don't know. Because this oh. is one of the biggest uh, misquotes from the film, and in fact, even uh, is it um, who's the bloke that did the voiceover for uh, the voice of uh, Darth Vader? Um, Earl Jones. Uh, Earl Jones, yeah. Yeah. He even misquoted it. Uh, he said, um, uh, it's, everybody always quotes it as, Luke, I'm your father. But uh, I think he says the dialogue that you said before and then says, no, I am your father. 
or, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, everybody always misquotes it and says, "Luke, I am your father," but he doesn't say that. He uh, he says, "No, I'm no, your father." I'm your father. So mm. That's a, another interesting fact that's going to have these long. It's, oh come on! The other one that always gets you is um, Luke's response. People always think it is, "No, it can't be." He doesn't actually say that. No, he just says, "No, no, no, no." <laughs> Very anyway, much like that, yes. Pretty much like that, with a with a with a very contorted face. But um, this is one mm. bit that was I thought was quite funny because uh, he sort of rather than be friends with his dad, uh, he jumps off that um, gantry, doesn't he? And yeah. I suppose you could be. Well, does he get lucky, or is he using the force to get him sucked into that side tube? I, I'm thinking possibly getting lucky there. He's getting lucky. I think he then gets the even of... luckier because the. Exactly where he stops, the floor opens, and, and then there's an underneath. Yeah, and then there's a TV area underneath to hold him. But uh, anyway, that's just being picky again. I'm, I'm sure there's a couple of indiscrepancies in Star Trek that you'll get me for. But uh, no, uh, then um, what does what does uh, Darth Vader just uh, stomps off? I mean, yeah, you... he doesn't seem to sense Luke isn't dead. No, but I mean, uh, he can. His, his his first go at parenting didn't go very well, so he just stomps off. <laughs> but but uh, but, uh, but we missed um, the other important bit where um, Yoda did point out there is another hope. Oh, that's right. Yes, uh, earlier on. Yes, yeah. And we missed out the other line that everybody talks about, where Leia says to Han Solo, just as he's going down to be dipped in carbonite, um, "I love you," and he says. Yes, I know, didn't he? Rather than, because I think there was going to be a whole load of other dialogue about him saying something along the lines of, um, "Yes, and remember that because I'll be back." But they they felt it so they uh, didn't like that dialogue. Or I was going to say that it's still about um, your scruffy looking nerf herder, and he said, "Who's scruffy looking?" I still yes. remember that opinion. Yeah, 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 uh, and and. Um, so what happened? Oh, uh, they pick up. They pick Luke up. He's dangling off an aerial, wouldn't he? Yeah. And then uh, and they manage to escape. Escape, and it's roll credits, and away they go. But, but we uh, forgot the important part that R two D two finally plays when he sorts out the hyperdrive, so they can escape. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Yes, yes, because he knows it's been. No, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he knows it's been turned off because he plugged himself into the computer, wouldn't he? Yeah. Once so. again, proving that in every film, if without R two D two, the Empire would have succeeded. Basically, in a nutshell, it would have done really, wouldn't it? But uh, yeah, he, he's uh, yeah, he does a good good job that little chap, doesn't he? But uh, uh, yeah, that's really the film, isn't it? That's um, the basics of it. But it's 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 a really enjoyable film. Everyone yeah. can watch it. It isn't. Well, I found it scary as a young child, but I've probably only been about three or four at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, my rating for it is, is is a solid ten. I just yes, there's bits wrong with it. The acting isn't always great, but because of its meanings to me and how long I've watched it, it's always going to be a ten. <laughs> yes, there are some films that uh, I could sit here being a miserable bugger and point out this and point out that. But because of, like you said, when you watched it, the age you were and how it affected you, it's going to be a 10. And uh, it's going to be a 10 in 20 years' time, as far as you're concerned, even if you're, even if we're, you know, uh, wherever things have, have gone on. Uh, and and uh, we should do some of the other films, actually. Uh, um, although some of the, uh, is it the prequels? 
There is much divisiveness about films, particularly about The Phantom Menace, which is shit. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not very divisive, but uh, it was pretty. Uh, get off the fence, Rob. Spit your mind. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel that wasn't clear enough. Don't watch the Phantom yeah. Menace. But, but um, <laughs> no, so yeah, some of the early ones do, do leave a little bit to be desired. I must admit, but um, I'd give this film I mean, episode four, five, and six on Star Wars. The rest of them are just sort of add-ons for it. So yeah. that's how I feel. I would, um, I'll give this film, despite all my bitching about it, I'll give it a nine because it's a good, easy watch. And uh, if you can't enjoy Star Wars, there's something wrong with you. And if you haven't watched Star Wars, there's something doubly wrong with you. But um, yes. obviously, they're not a patch on Star Trek, but we'll get to that another day. But <laughs> I'll just try to have the last word. They're not a patch but, on Star yeah. Trek because they're not just matching up holes in Star Trek, they are far superior to Star Trek. <laughs> Right. Okay. Okay. We'll have a. We'll, we'll do a Star Trek when, when we when we realise. Uh, uh, well, hopefully Blue will be back. But if he's not, we'll do a Star Trek at some point. But um, yeah, no, oh, yeah. I give this film a nine. It's got it. Everybody would have watched it, and and uh, if you're at the right age, uh, as it is for you, it's going to be a ten all day long. And and uh, I don't see how people can really slate these films, although. Um, Apparently, uh, fans enjoyed this film a lot more than critics uh, when it came out. Mm. And I, I did read somewhere. But critics but, are looking for something different. They're not necessarily looking for a film that you enjoy and it's a story and it entices you in. They're looking for a well-made, well-scripted film that's shot right. You don't have to have those things to have a great film. No, that's quite right. Definitely. I t- totally agree with that. But this has been, uh, yeah, no, it's, been, it's, well, it's one of those films that is, it's a pleasure to watch and a pleasure to chat about because there's all sorts to chat about. Um, mm. And like I said, we should do some of the, uh, so, I say some of the others, because um, like you said, some of them aren't. I have to uh, say, uh, watching, it, um, watching it today, I did notice how there isn't a single person of colour in the Empire Forces. Mm. Every single person you see every, is all white. But I never. Yeah, that's. Uh, and and everybody in the Empire Force uh, <laughs> speaks with an English accent, and everybody in the Rebel Force speaks with an American accent. That was done deliberately by the director Kirshner, because so uh, they knew the baddies. Yeah, so they know who the baddies are. They always seem to love portraying the British accent as baddies, don't they, and what have you? But did you? The well, other thing is that. Um, in uh, the first film, Star Wars, or sort of A New Hope, uh, Luke wears all white. In this film, he wears all grey. And in the next film, yeah. he wears all what? Have a guess. Black. No, black. blue. No, it's black. But, but, uh, Do you argue as well about the changing colours and the stormtroopers? No, I've never noticed that. No, not the stormtroopers. The TIE fighters, sorry, the TIE fighters change colour. They go oh, from a grey colour to a blue colour and back again, yeah. Oh, right, I haven't noticed that. Have you ever played uh, uh, Star Wars Battlefront? Yes. Because uh, I was chatting to Jack about this, about uh, flying in the in the TIE Fighters, and, I, and I'm sure it's to do with um, age and reflexes and that sort of thing. Have you ever played the bit where they do the dog fights and you can tear about and all that sort of business? And, and I have, yes. Well, I would, my character would spawn in a TIE Fighter, and I think I'd fly about 100 yards, and it would say someone's got a lock on you, bang, and I'd be dead. And, and that was probably about as far as I ever got. Whereas Jack, I was watching Jack play it once, and 
he would fly and they'd be diving down and going through uh, sort of spaceship wrecks and goodness yeah. knows what else. And uh, I just, it's all to do with reflexes, but that's another reason I'm not very keen on Star Wars. Like, I can't play the bloody game. So that's another okay. reason. Well, then, let us also remember the one big link that we have missed out with Star Wars as a whole. A New Hope, Chief Bast, the Imperial officer on the, star, on the Death Star, lives in Whitchurch. Well, lived in Whitchurch. Who was that, then? He's a fairly minor character in episode four. Oh, right, right. Bloody hell. But, uh, yes. you know, but anyway, so, you know, there's a link, you see. There's a link, yeah. Well, that's what we, we would like. We like these links over 10 years. We're, we're all for some links. But, uh, yeah, no, that, that, that was a good... I've, I've enjoyed chatting about this film. Like I said, it'll get a nine from me, and, and there's not a lot else I can say. No, afraid not. It, it's a good film. Watch it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right, that was our look at the 1980 Star Wars classic, The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, hope you liked what you heard. Uh, if you did, please take the time to rate and review us. It really helps the show. And uh, if you want to get in touch, leave a suggestion. It's backtothefilm20 at gmail.com. Listen on after the tune for a little bit of chit-chat. All right, cheers. Bye. <laughs> But sh- shall I press stop record? Because uh, I'm not rushing this. It's just that I can get this edited yeah. and get it ready for get it ready for Monday, right? If you yeah, disappear, fine. I'm not sure if you do, but I'm going to press. Okay, and it's saving Private Ryan, yeah. Save. I'm going to get on and press record here. Uh, so, how are you? Uh, dare I'd I love ask? To say something different, but the only thing is, I'm off work this week, so I- I'm sleeping in a bit more. Oh right, <laughs> you you've taken half term off as well. Yeah, I had that much leave to use up by the end of March. So I just thought I'd take this week off. And and uh, have you achieved anything in this week off? Well, we had very good intentions. And on Monday, we did decide to clean an area of the house, which I still don't understand how we've got so much junk to throw away since we've been doing this for a year now. <laughs> and we can't clean the rest yeah. of the house because we filled up the bin so much. Yes, uh, I can. Yeah, uh, uh, it just amazes me where rubbish accumulates, and you think, why have I kept this? Yes. And, uh, it's like my shed, the, the other part of my shed. I think, why am I keeping this? Because when I need it, I need it, and it's at home, and I'm on a job. So I generally mm. go and buy another one, and uh, I've still got the one which I've kept in the event of an emergency that I think, oh, for God's sake, just chuck it away. Yeah. Like, I mean, all we did was... Um, the hall downstairs. We just cleared it out. There's some old cupboards under the stairs of stuff, so we got rid of things. We did two black bin bags out of it, and considering that was Monday, and we thought, oh, got the rest of the week. We can't really do anything else. Yes. <laughs> I know yeah. exactly what you mean. There's there's cupboards under the stairs, and you realise you've been keeping boots and shoes and 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 old football boots of Jack's, thinking, oh, these would be handy for Tilly. And uh, she's grown yeah. through them and out the other side, and you've bought her ones that fit now anyway. And you think, why are we keeping this? Bloody rubbish, but anyway. Yes. Yeah. It's, just, uh, it's, it's ridiculous what we do. Ridiculous. So but, uh, going for some walks. No, we haven't really achieved much. Yeah. No, I think we're pretty much the same. Done some walks, done some... Uh, well, that's it. Done some walks, really. And uh, we, go out, we went out to three different shops yesterday just for a variation. You know, true excitement. Oh, right. It's, it comes to something. Yeah, Sue and I yeah, went out... Yeah. Was it last weekend? Went to... Uh, 
where we went shopping together, although you're supposed to not be together, are you? So we had to have two mm. separate trolleys. But even that becomes a, a different thing to do on a Saturday. But, uh, yeah. Went but, uh, to Majestic Wine, <laughs> went to a supermarket and went to a farm shop. You know, we were yeah. living a dream. Yeah, that's what we did, went to a farm shop. Yeah, the one by in, in Andover. And uh, and uh, Sainsbury's on the way back. Yeah, no, it was like uh, uh, spending a, a first date together in a year. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Sad, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It is, it is, and uh, the, well, the rugby went slightly better this weekend, didn't it? Oh, yeah, slightly, they still should have done better than that. Couldn't have gone anywhere. I must admit, I started watching it, and uh, Italy scored, I thought, oh, balls to this, I know what's going to mm. happen, they're going to lose. So I thought, I'm the I'm the curse, so I got up and left, and they actually won, didn't they? Yep. <laughs> so, well, about the time you left, things started getting better, so obviously <laughs> yeah, you are Yeah, basically, and, and the... Um, Excuse me for sneezing. And, and the and the Wales Ireland game was a right stonker bowl accounts, wasn't it? Or Wales Scotland? Or yeah, I think it's a fit. Oh my, my dear wife decided we should go out for a walk then. So yeah, yeah. Gonna... I think I thought a bit stuff, but it was um, yeah, it looked a lot more interesting than some of the other games have been so far. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I didn't watch the Sunday game or anything. And um, yeah. Southampton did the usual and lost. So that was uh, that. I was did my... watch that, and it was a case of why are you losing? Honestly, what? You... No, nah, that was a bit odd. That, that uh, they have been playing some great football. I think they've got so many injuries at the moment, but uh, but um, anyway, they're dropping like stones at the minute, aren't they? But uh, that uh, picture of being top of the league. I think that's quite common. A lot of teams, a lot of teams of players are down with injuries at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, they're dropping like a stone at the minute. So they ought to start watching over, the, looking over their shoulders. That uh, dream of uh, picture of them being top of the league is. Uh, a far-flung thing now, and uh, at least uh, the beast, well, I say at least, the beast from the east is gone, isn't he? And, but uh, now all the footpaths mm. are back to being two inches deep in mud where right. you go, so you can't <laughs> yeah. have it, can't, well, we have never happy, quite frankly. Yeah, it's it's been fun, and I still can't expect my wife to actually wear sensible shoes out on a walk. Oh, right. She's one of those, yeah, a bit like... Uh, Tilly, you'll be out on a walk and then you realise she's wearing trainers. I think, for goodness sake, you've got boots for this and boots for that. And there you are with yeah. wet feet and trainers. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. One of those. But, uh, <laughs> Yesterday, we, um, I can't remember what we were doing, but we didn't go out for a walk until sort of late afternoon. We went out just as it started tipping down with rain. Yes, it did. We yeah. just started. We thought, all right, we're going home. We were sodden and drenched and got in the house and it stopped. Yeah, it did for about ten minutes like yesterday afternoon, didn't it? I think it was about four o'clockish, wasn't it? When I when I was I'd coming back, it absolutely lashed it down, didn't it? But uh, but uh, we're all going to be moaning about floods before long and what have you. But uh, no, there's no, nothing else major to shout about news wise. I think uh, I think um, Blues intending to be back um, next week, hopefully. You know, he's I think I understand he's uh, in a lot of pain with his back and his ribs and whatever. You shouldn't laugh. I can that, understand yeah. that. That's going to be really uncomfortable for a long time. Yeah, as, as it, but you can't stop yourself breathing, and that's what's going to be causing the so causing the We problem, want to find him some comedies, then, do we? Well, you know what Blue's like for laughing. Once he starts, he just never stops. He's always laughing, Blue. I think he's been yeah. down for that. But, but no, I think uh, I think I'd, I'd said to him uh, that we'd watch um, Save It, uh, Saving Private Ryan next week so that, to try and uh, help coax him back. So uh, hopefully that'll uh, get him back, and we can have a bit of a natter about that that uh, next uh, next yeah. next week. But uh, I think it's been on the list for a while, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good film. There's another one to put onto that list. Is the uh, um, the new Tom Hanks one? A couple of people I know have watched it. Oh, uh, the News of the World. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Sue and I are intending to watch that over the weekend. Yeah, we watched. What did we watch the other day? We watched um, uh, the Dig. Did I mention that, or did I say that last week? No, no. The Dig. The Dig's quite a good film. Very slow, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's worth a watch. And um, what was the other one? I can't remember what. Sue was watching it more than myself. I can't remember what it was now, but uh, no, I feel like, um, uh, Netflix is going through one of those. Uh, it seems to be sort of drip feeding in some half decent films at the moment, doesn't it? Because sometimes mm. you can look at Netflix, and I know it's it's a fact that there's too much choice. That's why you can't find anything you fancy. But um, yeah. they're going through where there seem to be some new ones sort of dripping through, which have been quite entertaining and what have you. And and uh, Amazon Prime seem to be up in their game as well and sort of um put you know not just... film wise but with um, tv they seem to be doing better prime yeah yeah the film wise they're always pretty bloody pee poor i think yeah they are with, included with prime something you know that you wouldn't yeah. watch you know you wouldn't watch in a uh, doctor's waiting room let alone yeah included with prime the making of the making of something <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, for Christ's sake, yeah. But, uh, no, you shouldn't moan. <laughs> I'd imagine, in some ways, everybody is probably feeling a bit TV'd out. There's like, uh, a while ago, you know, well, last year, I'd, I'd have been thinking, or, well, not last year, because last year was the same as this year, but, um, <laughs> you know, prior to that, you'd be thinking, you know, I'd sit down and watch something on telly. Uh, just the act of being able to sit down and watch something. But now, I think of, They've done so much, and I've watched just about every topic and everything that interests me. That, I uh, think, it, yeah, it's got to that stage that um, Esco and Hetty in the last couple of days have realised that they can watch Edinburgh Zoo live, and so they uh, sit there and they'll watch animals for hours and hours yeah. live on the zoo cameras. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I know, yeah. Because earlier on, I was, I was watching Spring Watch live, <laughs> and uh, watching that bloody uh, minnow or stickleback or whatever it was fighting over his territory, and that became quite. Quite uh, engrossing, but you think, my God, what am I bloody watching? For God's sake! But, yeah, uh, it's amazing what becomes interesting. But that, that, mind you, I do think that they're turning out some right cack on telly at the moment. Like that, what's that one with the dogs where they have got the people grooming the dogs? Have you seen that? No, one? I haven't seen that one. No, oh, I've. My God. As I said, I'm a bit tellyed out. I'm not watching yeah. it. Anymore. I think the only thing I sit down and try and watch is Death in Paradise because it's just hilarious watching the kids watching it. And they're trying to work yes. out what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes me laugh every time. No, well, I think we've gone full circle. There's been talks in the family of getting the Wii back out, which we got out last year at the beginning of the, the lockdown. And for a yeah. couple of weeks, that was good fun. And, and there's talk of that uh, resurfacing. So you know, we'll have to wait and see. But, <laughs> uh, 